Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, back to being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight, we're back to talking about the towns I like. And tonight, that town is Helen, Georgia. Thanks for listening. Hello. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And before we get to tonight's topics, let's do a little bit of travel roundup. Like I said in the intro, I am back in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo this week. Last week, I made a South Georgia, Central Georgia road trip. Started out uh, into Valdosta, Georgia, headed out to the coast, spent a little bit of time in Brunswick, and then back into the middle part of the state for a night in Statesboro. Always tough three nights in three different hotel rooms, especially when you've been off your game for a few months. And I don't typically consider myself much of an OCD person, but I am finding myself going back through the hotel rooms, even after I've opened the door and ready to walk out two or three times, making sure that I haven't left anything behind. I guess I'm not back into my travel rhythm just quite yet. Traffic on the roads going up the turnpike in 75 was about, I would say, typical for middle of the week, early part of the week, coming back down I-95 towards the end of the week. Again, very typical. I think people are out moving around more and more. Still seeing a proliferation of masks in the parking lot discarded on the ground. So people were better than that. Don't do that. I've got a trip planned into Memphis in the coming weeks. It'll be the first time I've gotten on an airplane in about seven months. It will be interesting to see if the shine guy at Orlando International will actually remember me or not. And then I've also got a loop down through South Florida coming up as well. So we are moving back to more and more normalcy. So I think that's a good thing. I read an article with the CEO, I I believe it was United Airlines, said he does not expect air travel to return to normal until the year 2024. I don't think it's going to take that long. I don't think it'll take that long for businesses. I know from a business aspect, and I hate to use the word pivot, but we all have pivoted. And we found ways to do things remotely, but I will still tell you that I think we need face-to-face meetings to get a lot of business done. In a little bit of travel news, the Tampa airport introduces coronavirus screening for all passengers during the month of October. The whole month, including Halloween, you can get both tests. You can get the rapid antigen test for about $57, as well as the chain reaction swab, which is about $125. Like I said, it will be offered the whole month of October. It is in the, in the main terminal. Not to be outdone over here in Orlando. Orlando International Airport will be offering pre-flight colonoscopies the whole month of November. So look forward to that if you plan to be traveling in the month of November out of O-Town. I saw this on Bloomberg the other day. United sued for packing NFL charters with young blonde crews. United Airlines packs its flights for sports teams with young blonde crews and bars. Older flight attendants from working the plum routes, according to a new lawsuit. In doing so, the airline bases the value of workers entirely on their racial and physical attributes and stereotypical notions of sexual allure. This is according to two veteran flight attendants who sued Friday in a California court. I often talk about chips that we all get when we're born. The Disney chip, the Star Wars chip, 
And if you've listened to any of the podcasts, you know that I don't have either one of those chips. And guess what? I don't have the NFL chip. For whatever reason, my dad's got it. I don't. I'd much rather watch college ball. I do watch the Super Bowl for the commercials and the halftime shows, just like everybody else. And what's really surprising is, you know, you keep hearing about the NFL and the BLM movement. I'm guessing in this case, BLM just might stand for Blonde Lives Matter. CNN delivered this one, Jetpack Part 2. A man flying in a jetpack has been spotted in the skies over L.A. No, you're not listening to the same episode you heard last month. This has happened again. An unidentified man was seen flying in the jetpack near LAX. A China Airlines crew reported seeing what appeared to be someone in a jetpack at an approximate altitude of 6,000 feet, again, about seven miles northwest of LAX. The FAA said it alerted local law enforcement agencies and are investigating the report. If you read the story, and I'll put a link in the show notes, the best quote of the story came from the air traffic controller who concluded with, only in L.A. So I did a little bit of digging, looked on Amazon, even during Prime Days, went to AliExpress, and nowhere could I find a jetpack for sale. So this guy somehow either myth-bustered or MacGyvered his own jetpack. But hey, you know what? It's 2020. I'm not surprised by much this year. From the just because you can doesn't make it a good idea department, a Texas brewery has released a beer made with buffalo wing sauce. Martin House Brewing has released Buffalo Wangs, W-A-N-G-Z beer. I love wings. Make mine crispy. Give me extra sauce because I need something to dredge my french fries through. I checked on Untapped last night, and it only showed about 13 people having actually logged this beer, and most of the ratings were between three and four stars. Most of the reviews were along the lines of, nailed it, I want to make wings with this beer. You know, for me, I've had several hot beers, jalapeno beers. They actually list this as a sour. I don't know. It just doesn't float my boat. It does, however, make me hungry for some good wings. On to tonight's topic, the towns I like, Helen, Georgia. Helen's located right at the base of the North Georgia mountains in Northwest Georgia. A couple of facts about Helen. Typical Georgia weather, maybe a little bit cooler in the summer in the 80s, in the uh, winter in the 30s. I've spent a lot of time fishing in those mountains. It definitely does get cold, some frost, some ice, occasional uh, snowstorms, nothing major. Helen is relatively small, or should I say very small, about 2.1 square miles, which in turn leads you to a population of about 550 people. It is the third most visited town in Georgia, right behind Atlanta and Savannah. So we're packing a lot of tourists into a very small area, again, 2.1 square miles. How do you get there? Probably the easiest way from Central Florida is to drive and figure on roughly eight to nine hours. You can certainly fly. You can get to the airport early. You can take a two-hour flight. You can find a rental car, and then you can do a two-hour drive into the North Georgia mountains. But by the time you add up all the time involved in that, possibly you're saving an hour, maybe two hours over driving, and you still have the expense of a flight and a rental car and all that good stuff. 
However, if you do rent a car, opt for something with a sunroof, possibly a convertible, and grab an MP3 of Vivaldi's Four Seasons. You'll need it, especially this time of the year. Nothing better than barreling through the curvy mountain roads of North Georgia with the top down, looking at the fall leaves, listening to Vivaldi's Four Seasons. Where do you want to stay? There's plenty of hotels in Helen. There's a Hampton Inn right on the main drag. I would opt for something streamside as the upper Chattahoochee River runs through the town. Look for a cabin, Airbnb, bed and breakfast. There's plenty of places. You don't necessarily have to stay at one of the chain hotels. Have you ever heard of season creep? You know, it's where one season creeps into the territory of another. For example, the proliferation of pumpkin spice everything while we're still sitting at the beach in Florida enjoying summer. Well, Helen, Georgia seems to be one of those towns that seems to experience season creep first, and typically it is in the form of Oktoberfest. You see, Helen is a Bavarian-themed town right down to the architecture, and Helen's Oktoberfest has been going on for 50 years. Well, actually make that 49 years. It runs from September to October, and of course there is no Oktoberfest 2020. It has been postponed to October or September of 2021. So that breaks the 50 year streak. However, the city's restaurants, shops, hotels, there's an amusement park. They will all be open and offering their own Oktoberfest fun for all. Let's pretend that we're in the Wayback Machine and we go back to Oktoberfest last year or the year before. Every year, the Helen Fest Hall houses the event. There's German-style bands from around the country, even around the world. None of these bands you've ever heard of, but there will be plenty of alphorns being blown, cowbells being rung, accordions being squeezed. You get the idea. Grab your partner, take a spin on the dance floor to the timeless tunes of the polka. Your weekend will be filled with beer and actually some pretty good beer, some damn good brats. And depending on your dancing skills, that could be judged later on. If you need a place to stay, be forewarned that prices, especially during Oktoberfest, especially towards the end of October, can get in excess of $250 a night. Even this year, without Oktoberfest going on, traffic through Helen will be bumper to bumper. There's one main road, alternate 75, two lane. And that road this time of year is going to be filled with all the leaf peekers that want to watch the turning and the changing of the fall leaves. So what do you want to do when you're in Helen? Well, guess what? There's no real nightclubs. The closest movie theater is probably 10 or 15 miles away. Possibly only one liquor store. So bring your own booze, bring your Netflix password or your Roku or your Amazon Fire Stick. However, there is plenty of good local food stops. And of course, a lot of that is proliferated by good German food. But there's also a whole bunch more to do. On the south end of town is the Nakuchi Village Antique Mall. So after you're done with all your Oktoberfest or leaf peaking festivities, head south, drop by the Antique Mall and find all the treasures you've been missing in throughout your whole life. Think of your grandparents' attics and garages being cleaned out and put into one space. You'll find the Fostoria glasses that your grandmother used when company came over, the Pyrex dishes that your mom cooked with, tons of mason jars. My favorite beer glass is a mason jar, probably mid-60s. It's this beautiful green hue with air bubbles in the glass, totally imperfected, 
but completely my favorite glass to drink beer out of. Right next to the Antique Mall is the Habersham Winery. It's Georgia's largest and oldest. And of course, being Georgia, it is going to have a lot of Georgia-themed wines, muscadine wine, peach wine, blackberry wine. The soil in Georgia is this very acidic red clay. So growing up, if we ever ran around without shoes on and had white socks on, mom would just be beside herself trying to get the red clay out of our socks. But whatever it is in that clay does make some pretty good wines. Of course, they all win some kind of awards from a lot of the local wine shows. We usually leave with a bottle of peach wine or blackberry wine. Makes for a nice uh, dessert wine around the house. If you love to fish or you just want the opportunity to have an Instagram-worthy picture of you holding a fishing rod in the beautiful North Georgia mountains, right across from the Habersham Winery is Unicoi Outfitters, probably the best stretch of fly fishing water this side of the Mississippi. You can rent a rod. You can rent a guide. It's a great, it's all catch and release. So, uh... If you're not familiar with catch and release, it's exactly what it sounds like. You catch the fish, take a picture, and then you release it. Probably 25 years ago, I had a buddy that had relocated from Buffalo, New York, and took him up into the North Georgia mountains fishing, caught his first fish, and he's looking around for a stringer to, to hang the fish on. And he says, you got a stringer? I go, no, we, we can't take these fish. We have to release them. And he kind of looked at me dumbfounded and, and just he'd never heard of that being from Buffalo, New York. And I think probably what put him over the edge is for lunch that day, we went to Taco Bell after we had spent the morning catching fish. And while you're waist deep in the upper Chattahoochee water fishing, your family can walk down the street about 200 yards to Nora Mills. It is still an operating grist mill and they grind everything from grits to cornmeal. They have a deck out back where your family can head out and watch you fish and, and spend an hour or two just relaxing in the North Georgia mountains. If you've still got some time, get back in the car, head back up 75 through the middle of town. Again, take note, traffic is going to be thick. Remember, there's leaf pickers out there. On the north end of town, you will see Fred's Famous Peanuts on the right. That's 356. Not sure what Fred did to make his peanuts famous, but that sign has been there or Fred's has been there, I'm going to go at least 25 years, but turn right on the 356. That will lead you up to Unicoi State Park. Plenty of stuff to do there. Huge lake for fishing. They have a zip line across the lake. They offer an archery range. They've got stand-up paddle boards, fly fishing classes, camping, both primitive and these gorgeous, really unique barrel cabins. If you want to spend the night in a barrel cabin, definitely check the reservations. They book up quick. You can also rent a GoPro. So if you don't have your own GoPro and you want to capture some video memories of your trip, you can rent a GoPro. There's even more fishing. Smith Creek runs out of the bottom of Lake Unicoi. It is a delayed harvest stream. If you've never heard of delayed harvest, you can fish on the delayed harvest streams. And I think there's three or four throughout the state of Georgia. Again, you must release all fish immediately. You can only use artificial lures. This is all trout, so you can't fish with corn, crickets, worms, anything that's live. You can only use a single hook, no treble hooks. And typically the delayed harvest is somewhere between the early part of November, probably November 1st through middle or late May. And this river, or most of these streams are very shallow and trout typically like cooler water. And by late May, early part of June, those, those streams start heating up. 
And so after the cut off of the delayed harvest, you can actually harvest the fish out of the stream. And these are big brood fish. They usually pull them from the hatchery. There's probably a half a dozen trout hatcheries up through the mountains up there. And they stock these streams are these delayed harvest streams with the older brood fish. Not sure how good of eating they are because they are a little bit old and a little bit banged up, but it's a lot of fun. Great place to catch some huge, huge fish, especially this side of the Mississippi. If you're still looking for more to do, get back in your car, head back towards Fred's, make a right onto 75, head up, and you'll find Smithgall Woods right around 5,600 acres. Plenty of trails. There's about five or six miles of hiking trails, about 18 miles of bicycling trails or biking trails. Plenty of stuff to do. Beautiful hardwoods, lots of wildlife. They also have a trout fishing stream. This one is even more restrictive. You can only fish on Wednesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Have to make a reservation. It's only open October through May. They do have some cottages, and I believe if you're renting a cottage, you can fish just about any day. But last time I was there, I think they limited it to 10 or 11 people on the stream. Again, artificial only, single hook, and these hooks have to be barbless. So uh, you have to usually typically mash down your barbs or, bar or purchase barbless hooks. If you're like me and really decide to double down on your fitness, especially during vacation, right? Huh? <laughs> well, you can head over to Duke Creek Falls. It's a beautiful two-mile trail down to this waterfall. Uh, gorgeous setting. Relatively easy trail, but I swear it's about four miles back up. So two miles down, four miles back up. It is pretty steep, but most anybody can make it up and back down. Plenty of places to, to sit down and take a rest along the way. If you're still looking for more to do and it is summer, you can actually tube down the upper Chattahoochee right through the middle of town. Not a lot of rapids. I, I, probably even a five or six-year-old with supervision could go down it. They basically, you rent an inner tube. They take a bus up to the top part of the river. And then it's probably about two to three hours as you kind of lazily wind your way down through the beautiful town of Helen. There would be people along the way having picnics or standing on the bridges. A lot of fun. You should do it at least once. In all honesty, Helen is probably one of my favorite towns. I'd love to find a way to relocate up there. Probably not practical, too far away from an airport, uh, too remote for most everything that I do. But it is beautiful. It's extremely beautiful this time of year. There's no shortage of things to do, from hiking trails to fishing, archery to, you know, there's even hunting up through there. You're not too far from Burt's Pumpkin Farm. You're also not too far from, you're probably 30 or 40 minutes from the Appalachian Trail. Again, plenty to do, plenty to see up through there. And that's one of the reasons it's one of the towns I like. If you have towns that you like, feel free to leave me a voicemail at anchor.com. Hit me up with an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. We're getting closer to saying travel safe, but until then, let's still stick with stay safe. And thanks for listening. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.